Today we are going to be talking about the heavily discussed Balenciaga campaign. This has been arguably one of the most heavily focused on issues in the recent weeks in the sphere of both fashion as well as marketing, as well as general public discourse on social media, where even some celebrities have spoken out on the issue and many have faced immense pressure to do so from members of society as well as people active in the creative fields. So starting with a brief timeline of events, Balenciaga launched its spring-summer 2023 collection with two campaigns, both of which received backlash due to their extremely controversial images. Now, the first gift collection campaign was shot by an award-winning um, National Geographic photographer, and it included photographs of children holding tote bags that looked like teddy bears wearing certain uh, BDSM gear, and uh, wine glasses were also seen in a few of the shots. And then the second campaign was a garderobe campaign, which included an office theme where uh, very, very famously, there was a page from a Supreme Court ruling uh, in the backdrop. And the ruling was essentially one that deemed uh, promoting child uh, pornography unlawful and uh, something that's not protected under freedom of speech. And uh, one of the most striking collections uh, is called Toy Stories. And according to Insider, uh, Balenciaga told the photographer that they wanted this gift collection to be shot uh, within sort of the same fashion, only with their, quote, punk objects. So the use of children in this campaign that was in a certain way extremely explicit uh, generated an extremely heated debate online. Now later, the photographer on 23rd November went on to say that as a photographer he only lights the scene and takes the photographs. The actual setup is not in his hands, it's not something he has control over and he also emphasized that the photograph featuring the Supreme Court document was not even shot by him, he was only responsible for the campaign featuring the um, teddy bears. Then Balenciaga went on to actually address the backlash on November 24th um, when they said, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. Um, they stated this on Instagram. And then hours later, they issued another statement uh, regarding the office campaign saying, we apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for our spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn abuse of children in any form. We stand for children's safety and well-being. Now, unsurprisingly, these statements did not hold up very well, considering the fact that campaigns as big as this one for brands as massive and influential as Balenciaga 
they cross multiple desks and they go through multiple rounds of approval. And people were very quick to point out that Balenciaga had a plethora of opportunities to stop this campaign in its tracks. And one of the people responsible somewhere along the road, because this does not rest on one person, a brand that spends probably millions of dollars on marketing and PR, has multiple people working on approving ad campaigns, photo shoots. It has not only the designer, but also people who are responsible for things like public relations that go over every campaign and that take a look at how the public is likely to respond to images that are going to be provocative as Balenciaga typically is. So why did nobody along the ladder put a stop to this? People were very quick to point out that this was not something that could have slipped through the cracks. This was something that so many people had to see and that so many people had to give the go-ahead to that it just cannot be excused by blaming the marketing company. Now, on November 25th, however, Balenciaga did actually go on to initiate a $25 million lawsuit against the production company and the guardrobe um, shoot um, set designer. They claim that uh, this document in question was actually placed into the background without their knowledge and has led to a false association between the company and explicit illegal content. Now, once again, uh, a company with a PR team as large and as well-funded as Balenciaga's, it's definitely very difficult to believe that nobody noticed this, that nobody knew about this, and that this was resting solely on an external production company. Now, amid this controversy, uh, lots of public figures that have previously or continue to heavily work with Balenciaga were facing lots of heavy public pressure to speak on the situation, to cut ties with Balenciaga, to condemn Balenciaga. And uh, one of these was notably Kim Kardashian, who broke her silence on November 27th, so days after uh, Balenciaga spoke on the issue. Um, she headed to Twitter to um, to say, I have been quiet for the past few days, not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the, le by the recent Balenciaga campaigns, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. As a mother of four, I have been shaken by the disturbing images. The safety of children must be held with the highest regard and any attempts to normalize child abuse of any kind should have no place in our society, period. I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and apology. In speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue and will take the necessary measures for this to never happen again. So uh, she also did uh, say that she would reevaluate her relationship with the brand, but for lots of people, this simply was not enough. Lots of people... Uh, viewed this as a slap on the wrist from Kim Kardashian, who holds immense influence as one of the most heavily followed uh, celebrities of today. 
And um, lots of people were very quick to point out that all she essentially says is they've made a mistake and it will not happen again. And that the brand is facing no real consequence from her as a very valuable partner for this brand, which it arguably should because Kim Kardashian does have the influence to actually make some sort of movement discourse, something happen, something to actually affect the well-being of this brand in terms of their revenue, in terms of their reputation, yet she is in essence almost on their side. Now there was however, um, or has been so far, a very real consequence for the creative director, um, Mr. Demner, who uh, was to receive an award um, from the business of fashion and they have since revoked their invitation um, to him to accept this award. So he has personally come under fire and he is personally right now being held responsible for uh, this campaign. Then just today, he spoke out personally, uh, releasing um, a message on Instagram in which he said, uh, as much as I would sometimes like to provoke a thought through my work, I would never have an intention to do that with such an awful subject as child abuse that I condemn, period. Um, well, this is something that personally I find very interesting the fact that he chose to say that he wants to provoke a thought. And one aspect of this campaign that I haven't seen discussed as heavily is how it even came into existence. Obviously, looking at anything ever done by Balenciaga, we can see that they are no stranger to very provocative ad campaigns that are meant to have a certain shock value. And an interesting psychological aspect to how this whole scandal could have even happened or why anybody even had an idea to, to do something like this, in my opinion, stems from the fact that people are extremely desensitized in this day and age to any type of explicit content. We can see that everywhere we turn, there is nudity, profanity, violence, drug abuse, all of these things have become so heavily featured in our daily lives that have become so heavily normalized that we see in movies, that we hear about in songs, that we see in content of all kinds around us, that it hardly has any shock value anymore. And Balenciaga being a brand that definitely takes the all press is good press approach and uh, as much press is best, meaning as much press as possible is the best way to go. They are effectively trying to be talked about as heavily as they possibly can, meaning they are trying intentionally to generate heated discussions and they are trying intentionally to be shocking in what they do, to be provocative, the reason that they're turning to something quite as outrageous is because nothing else really works anymore. Nothing else even is provocative anymore. And this is, in my opinion, the true tragedy of what has happened. The fact that humans are outraged by 
nothing less than this or that nothing less really even has any more shock value, that we have become so used to seeing what would have just a few years ago probably been considered outrageously explicit in our everyday life that in order for anyone to be shocked, brands need to generate campaigns as frankly sickening as this one. So I think that this is definitely a, a good time to maybe open the discussion about what we have as humans grown accustomed to through social media and through shock marketing, through brands, um, not only in fashion, but really anywhere, trying so hard to uh, generate press, positive or negative. But fashion for this um, particular area is very specific because it's an art form that is extremely commercialized and obviously movies and songs and music in general is also a commercialized art form however fashion is I would say the most consumerist of all the art forms uh, the, the movie business or the the music business they are not trying to sell most usually a physical product most music is accessible in one way or another for free Whereas fashion, as a business, they are in essence trying to be artists while also selling physical products. And that leads to marketing being more important than ever and really trying to fuel this consumerism. And in order to fuel consumerism, they need to be in the public eye, they need to be talked about, the discourse needs to be alive. And in order for that to happen, they need to provoke. They need to catch people's attention. And nudity on its own just does not cut it anymore. Drug use on its own does not cut it anymore. Violence, profanity, etc., etc., it's not enough. Because people have grown used to it and nobody will talk about it because nobody finds it interesting. And I don't personally find it to be a far-fetched theory that this was done in order to be a provocative campaign, but the repercussions were simply misjudged as to their extent. I personally would be inclined to believe that somebody at Balenciaga hoped that this would generate a massive amount of controversy, but not to the point that it has and not not in the way that it has, um, but rather that it would generate people talking about it, maybe a dose of criticism, but also maybe people advocating for the campaign as artistic expression, which largely has not happened. So I think that it was a miscalculated shot at generating a heated debate and provoking, and that Everybody at Balenciaga knew exactly what they were doing. So at this point, I think the question is, will Balenciaga be able to come back from this? I personally am inclined to believe that yes, because at the end of the day, it is a multi, multi-million dollar corporation that has different tools at its disposal um, to be able to come back from a scandal 
And will this change the way that humans look at advertising? Will this change the way that humans look at the way that we have been through media desensitized to explicit content? Will this have any impact to how we consume visual or audio content in the future?